Well, folks, we appreciate you guys sticking with us. Had some power outages in the area, but we're up rolling now. The hottest show on the streets, number one form for Bama. Football news, in my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine on a Monday, rolling through the offseason, bringing you the show from the magic city of Birmingham, streaming this to you on YouTube. Speaking of the channel, you know what to do. Smash subscribe right now. Hit the like button right now. Make this your show, your network platform channel, and space to talk Bama. Turn all of those notifications on. Hit that little bell so that way you miss absolutely nothing when it comes down to your Crimson Tide coverage. We also got you covered here on Facebook and Twitter as well, streaming to you this show. We got a good slate of topics to get into and discuss. And as always, we want to hear from you, the passionate fans of Bama football. You can do this by calling 205-448-1358. That's the number right there. To let your voice be made known on the show, 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. Want to hear from you? That daily Super Chat Go, $75. Daily Super Chat Go. Appreciate the love from all of you over the weekend. Alabama had a massive recruiting weekend. Nine players made official visits. Five of those guys were five stars, including one 2023 quarterback prospect Arch Manning the number one prospect across all recruiting metrics on the board the number one quarterback regardless of recruiting metric you may be staring at so Manning was on the campus our own Justin Smith the lead scouting and recruiting analyst for TDA got a lot done right there on that front but without further ado John we're gonna jump into right now topic number one of the conversation and it involves one Mr. Arch Manning of whom he's going to be a hot topic here on this show up until when he decides to make that commitment whether that commitment is to Alabama whether it's to another school because his name just draws a lot of interest people want to know where is Mr. Manning going to go and Alabama is still in a strong position to possibly land him. I know Texas is I know Texas is in the mix. George is in the mix. But uh, Alabama still in a good spot, in a good situation right there. And uh, when you look at the Alabama fan base as uh, you know, Arch Manning made his visit on campus over the weekend, fan base is kind of split in two in a sense of you have a lot of fans that look at Arch Manning and they go – you know, we kind of need this guy here, right? We have not had a Manning of our very own with the Alabama football program is concerned. I mean, Ole Miss got Archie Manning. It got Eli Manning. It got Cooper Manning, though Cooper, you know, didn't play at Ole Miss due to a situation that he had, you know, health-wise in high school. Tennessee got Peyton Manning, its own Manning experience. But you got some Alabama fans out after that feeling like, you know, the Crimson Tide, we need our own Manning experience. And, uh, you know, Arch could be the guy to give that to the program. And then you have other fans out there that feel like, look, Bama doesn't really need this guy. It'd be great to have him. It'd be cool to have him. It'd be swag to have him. But Alabama doesn't really necessarily need Arch Manning in uh, the, the program here. And what's crazy is, and John, I was having a conversation 
about a month or so ago with my doctor in Selma, came in for a little checkup and got some blood work drawn. And one of the nurses came in, we were having a football conversation, and she got excited because she finally found somebody that's going to talk football with her. So we're talking about Alabama football throughout the whole process. And it gets toward the end of the conversation. The nurse goes, well, sir, do you know what I really want to talk about? I'm like, what's going on? She's like, what's going to happen with Arch Manning? Like, I'm just intrigued by him. Is he going to come to Bama? Is he going to come here? Like, we really need him. And we just never had our own Manning. Like, it would be really dope if, if Arch would come here. Like, do, do you think Arch is going to come? So you're seeing Alabama fans talk about, you know, this particular young man in a sense of, is he going to come to Alabama? Is he not going to come to Alabama? So I'm going to get into kind of the – the three reasons why it would be cool for Arch Manning to come. I mean, the three reasons why, you know, a lot of you, a lot of you as Bama fans are saying, you don't, don't really need Arch Manning to be at the program. So right now, the three cool reasons. Number one, Nick Saban has done a phenomenal job developing quarterbacks, and he has turned Alabama into a quarterback factory. And for some fans out there, they feel like if Arch comes to Bama, he's going to get that coaching, he's going to get that tutelage, he's going to get that development. I mean, look at what Nick Saban's done. Like, in years past, it was, you know, Alabama, you can get a running back from Alabama, a wide receiver, a defensive lineman, a defensive back, but people would never say you can get a quarterback from Alabama. Now, with the success of Tua Tagovailoa, Mac Jones, Jalen Hurts, even though he spent his last year in Oklahoma, even with the success of Bryce Young, now you're starting to see people go, okay, Bama's a quarterback factory. So if a quarterback comes to Alabama, they're going to have a chance to have a lot of big success. Now we can say Alabama is quarterback you. And that's one of the reasons why a lot of fans would love to have Arch Manning. Number two is Bama's putting quarterbacks in the first round of the NFL draft. You look at Mac Jones, Tua Tagovailoa, Tua Tagovailoa, Mac Jones. They both went in the first round in back-to-back drafts. Tua Tagovailoa, first round, number five overall for 2020 draft, Miami Dolphins. Uh, Mac Jones, number 15 overall, first round, 2021 draft to the New England Patriots. So you're, you're having quarterbacks put in the first round. And then Bryce Young provided he has a monster season this year, which we all think he will. He's looked to be in possibly the number one overall pick for the 2023 NFL draft. So Bama's putting guys in the first round. And some fans feel like, hey, Bama gets an Arch Manning, develop him, have him in here. He in the future potentially could be you know, a first-round guy. And then last but not least, like I mentioned, Bama fans, some of them would like to have a Manning of their very own and after having you know Elon Manning give you the business when he was at Ole Miss Peyton Manning give you the business while he was at Tennessee you know Alabama fans are like you know what we can have a Manning of our own to give other teams the business that'd be kind of cool right there Uh, that'd be kind of cool not saying Arch is gonna come to Alabama but if he did that'd be kind of cool but those be the reasons why fans would like to have Arch Manning now the reasons for some of you that feeling like Alabama doesn't need Arch Manning. So, for those reasons, here we are. 
Reason number one is, you no know, Manning doesn't fit with Alabama's at right now quarterback. Alabama now is in a, is in a, a time, a situation where they're looking for more of those dual threat, you know, mobile guys that can run and throw the football exceptionally well, right? And ever since, you know, Blake Sim showed you the dual threat quarterback ability he has, then you look at Bama bringing in the Jalen Hurtses, the Tua Tagovailoa's, uh, the Bryce Young, the Jalen Milrose, the Ty Simpsons, Mac Jones, kind of an outlier in all of this, but Mac Jones, oh, he was his own man. That, that, that guy did big things. But the point being, nowadays Alabama is seeking more so of the dual threat, mobile, athletic quarterback that can throw the ball exceptionally well and run it well also. Arch Manning fits more of that pro-style quarterback, kind of your Greg Malcaroy, your A.J. McCarron, your Jacob Coker, you know, fits that mode of a quarterback. And that's not, and not saying that that mode is not good because it still is good. It's just not where Alabama is now. And then number two, you look at, you know, Bama fans are very excited about Jalen Milrow and Ty Simpson, and they don't want the Arch Manning news kind of being a distraction away from those two guys because Jalen Milrow, dual threat, athletic quarterback. We saw the strides he took in spring practice to improve the accuracy and the ball placement and the time as a passer. We saw the dual threat ability of Ty Simpson in spring, what he does with his arm and his legs. And, you know, fans kind of want to see what they can do on the field, even though Manning gives you a very intriguing prospect. Fans want to see more of Milrow and, and Simpson. And, and then, you know, last but not least, you know, Alabama's not overly, I guess, dependent on the quarterback. There are some programs out there that are just quarterback dependent, quarterback driven, quarterback heavy. If you don't have the quarterback, that program's going to go in the tank, so to speak, with Alabama. That's not the case. Even if you don't get an Arch Manning, the Alabama football program is not going to go in the tank just due to Coach Saban and his staff do a tremendous job of recruiting every position well, every position high-end, every position marquee. So those are kind of the reasons why, you know, the fans that kind of don't want Arch Manning at the program or just see it as, you know, he'll be cool to have, but you don't necessarily need him. And for me, this is how I speak of this. When it comes down to a recruit, a prospect, it's how do they change your perception of how you think, feel, see, consume Alabama football, right? That details their importance is how do they change the way you think about Bama football, you feel about Bama football, you perceive about Bama football, how you go about your Alabama football fandom. How does that recruit change that? Case in point, there are several players in the Nick Saban era that made us feel this way. First and foremost, Julio Jones. We, we never saw anything like Julio before at 6'4". We're talking 6'4", 215 pounds plus that looked like Megatron, looked like a transformer, ran like a deer, a guy that could go up and get it at, at the wide receiver position. Like We had never seen a physical specimen like Julio before. And at that time, you needed Julio because, uh, you know, Auburn had controlled the coast in recruiting. 
And Nick Saban was trying to show you that, you know, he's the guy in terms of getting Alabama back to where it was with Bear Bryant and Gene Starling. So in order to do that, you had to land a big home run hitting name, especially one the, the state. And so you had to get Julio Jones because he was a culture changer. He was a state changer. He was a program changer. Like, you needed that guy. You needed that name to sort of kick things off, right? He, he was needed. He changed the way you think, you perceived, you felt how a wide receiver should be at Alabama. Uh, behind Julio, you look at Derrick Henry. Like, people never thought a back could be that big, that physical, that strong, that powerful, and yet that fast. At 6'3", 230 pounds plus. Like when Derrick was being recruited, several people were going, he should be a linebacker or a defensive lineman. He plays running back for Alabama. And many thought his game would not transition. But look at what he did. Like he changed how you felt about a running back at Alabama. He changed your perception, your mindset, your belief, and how you felt a running back should be for the Crimson Tide. That's why Derrick Henry was needed. You look at guys like, defensively, Rolando McClain and Reuben Foster. They changed your perception of a linebacker. You thought, hey, I want a cerebral, smart, intelligent linebacker that will just lay you out. There's Rolando McClain. Or I want a guy that's just a heat-seeking missile. He'll blow up everything. He'll blow up your mama. He'll blow up your grandmama, your great-grandmama. He'll blow everything up. There's Ruben Foster. And to this day, you as Alabama fans are going, where's the next Rolando McClain? Where's the next Ruben Foster? Why? Because he changed your perception of an Alabama linebacker when, they, when both of those two came in. You look at a guy like Tua Tagovailoa. the same thing. We, had, we never saw a ball come off a quarterback's hands that pretty, that defined, that refined, that accurate, that sharp, that timing until Tua came in in 2017. And we all remember Trent Dilfer saying, hey, Tua, this guy is ice cream on crack. And we all thought Trent Dilfer was smoking on something. But he ended up being exactly right in what he said. And watching Tua, it changed our perception. And uh, even down to receivers like Jalen Waddle, Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, the third, Devontae Smith, they changed our reception, perception of receivers. Minka Fitzpatrick changed our reception, a, a perception of defensive backs. So that's what I look at. If you were to get an Arch Manning, would he change your thinking process, your perception, your thoughts of Alabama football from the position he's playing? Would he, does he bring something that makes you go, wow, I, I just wow. I, I never thought I would see the quarterback position being played the way Arch Manning plays it. Now, if he brings that fact into the table that blows your mind, that changes your perception, then by all means necessary, hey, have the brother in here. But if he doesn't have that, if he doesn't bring that, that changes your perception of how you think and feel and go about your life as an Alabama fan, then, yeah, he'll be cool, cool to have, but you don't necessarily need him. So that's just my thoughts about that. If you were to have an Arch Manning, would he just change how you think as an Alabama fan? 
when it comes to Crimson Tide football. But we take our first break over the show and touch that down just getting started. When we get back, we go to the phone lines. We grab your calls, your thoughts, your chats, your interactions. We get to you, the fans, right after this. You're watching In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith. Brought to you by We Own the Fourth Quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace today by visiting weownthefourthquarter.com. Throw them foes up. Nine players have teamed up and released the Alabama Team Paper, which is a video yearbook they've put out for sale direct to fans. Now, for the first time, small-dollar purchases from the fans can support the players as a group as well as a great cause because $1 of every subscription payment is donated to the Boys and Girls Club of America. Be a five-star fan base and support your team and a great cause with Team Paper. Check it out at teampaper.com Alabama. Remember the taste of Grandma's delicious sweets? Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes brings back those precious memories with just one bite. Each cake made from scratch. They make the perfect dessert to share with family and friends for any occasion, and ordering is easy. Visit emilyshirloompoundcakes.com. Click the online store and shop. Then pick up your fresh cake at the kitchen in downtown Homewood. Order yours online at emilyshirloompoundcakes.com. Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes, making memories from scratch. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bama Standard is back. For the rest of this month, Marvin Constant will be out on vacation, but in his place is two-time national champion linebacker Trey DePriest. He'll be bringing the stories, some friends, and his famous Nick Saban impersonations. Also, former Alabama linebacker Nico Johnson has got an upgrade and is now coaching at Texas. And let us not forget that Texas A&M faithful are complaining to Greg Sankey about Coach Saban and saying he needs to be fined. We're going to talk about all of this tomorrow night right here on TDA at 6 p.m. Central on the Bama Standard. Roll Tide. All right, people, we're back in the action from the break on a Monday. Hottest show on the streets, talking your Crimson Tide. Try to stay cool out there, people. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. And on Tuesday, we got the Bama Standard streaming live, 6 p.m. Central Time, on the TDA YouTube channel, and on Marvin Constant, all SEC linebacker and Bama legend on vacation. But still, we got... Justin Riley, comedy legend Steve Brown, two-time national champion, a member of the Birmingham Stallions, Bo Scarborough, yours truly, Stephen M. Smith. We got a ton of guests. Trey DePriest will be on tomorrow's show as well. We got the fun. We got the comedy. We got the laugh. We got the excitement. We got the Bama football. So the Bama standard tomorrow, 6 p.m. Central Time streaming on the TDA YouTube channel. But before we go to the phone lines here, I got to say something. My man Bill from New York made a great point in the chat line. Najee Harris deserves to be on the list from the previous segment because Harris also changed the way we thought and perceived and felt about Alabama football also because we never thought a back at 6'3", 6'2", 6'3", 230 pounds could hurdle like that can hurdle like that and jump over people and spin over people and fly through people and score. Like, catch the ball out the backfield, hurdle guys, spin over guys, jump over guys. I mean, Najee changed perception 
of Alabama football also. So you definitely have to have Mr. Harris on that list. But you go to the phone lines, have to take your calls. The call segment brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang, 205-448-1358. Number to call in, 205-448-1358. We grab a call now. You're live on the show. What's going on? How are we feeling? State your name and where you calling from? You're live on the show, caller. Live on the show, caller, you're live. Unfortunately, we lost that call right there, but once again, 205. For, 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 Hello, we, have, we have a call here. You're, you're live right here, caller. How are you feeling? You're live. Steven? Right here. You're live. I can hear you. Steven, hi, Bill from New York. Bill, what's happening, brother? What's going on? Oh, all right. Steve, what I want to say, what I want to say is, is Manning, he's not in any way going to change my perception of being a Bill, uh, an Alabama fan, not even close. You know, my perception of being an Alabama fan is to mutilate other people. All right, that's a little harsh, but let's say beat them physically. You know, I think we need, uh, you know, more line help on both sides. And if we get it, I, you know, if, if guys step up, I don't see how we're going to lose. Now, the quarterback I want to see is get is still a baby. Is that boy uh, uh, Downs, Ryan Downs from IMG? You know, he's from around here. And uh, there's like some connection to him. <laughs> I'm telling you. He's getting offers from all over the place already. He's like 15 years old. He's 6'4". You know, I'd love to see him come to Alabama. You know what I mean? I would love that. And, you know, your show is great. You know what I mean? No problem. You're late. No big deal. We love you, Steven. You're the best. Thank you. Appreciate my man Bill from New York with that call right there to the show. And like I said, for me, it's – I'm, Arch Manning would not change my perception of Alabama football and covering this for as long as I have. I'm just saying for, for some fans, it's, you know, you bring his name up and they go, is he going to come? Is he going to be here? You know, the Manning name does hold a lot of weight, which it does. But at the same time, it's you have a Jalen Milrow, you have a Ty Simpson. Let's see what one of these two can do. But we'll grab this call right here. You're live on the show. What's going on? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Hey, Stephen, I thought I'd give you a little buzz here today on Monday. Well, if you have any power outage, you just call me again. Or I'll call the main office. We'll complain. How's everything going down there, Stephen? Pretty good? Doing good, Wagner. You know, next time this happens, Wagner, we're going to give the president a call and we're going to let you take care of that thing for us. That's what the president's for, man. You got to have him. You got to have him. One we got, and I ain't doing nothing anyway. I just want to start off here remembering uh, Mr. Robert Stewart. He played at Alabama from 1988 to uh, 1991. Passed away at 55 years old. That's way too young to pass away. He was All American, All SEC, 1991. 59 tackles, six sacks, 11 and one under Coach Bill Curry. So we want to remember Robert, uh, one of our fallen Alabama players there once again at 55, way too young to go. But, you know, this this mess with Jimbo Fisher, I thought he had, uh, you know, said he had smashed this and moved on at, uh, at the Destin meetings there. But uh, obviously he's still butthurt, excuse my English. 
but anyway, I don't know what to say about him. Uh, maybe he'll, uh, I don't know, maybe him and Kirby can hug and and, and the talk and, and get this stuff straightened out. But i got to get off here. we got to run a late night. All y'all looking good in the Blue Ridge game. I see everybody, all the people here. I can't keep up with y'all going so fast. Y'all looking good. Y'all stay safe. Let's be back on Wednesday, and I'll get out of here. Y'all be good. Bye-bye, everyone. Appreciate the present weighing and calling into the show on a Monday. Also the day we are 82 days away from Alabama's season opener against Utah State. So we recognize two players that wore number 82 to the fullest, that being Ozzie Newsom, former Alabama tight end, Bama great playing under Coach Paul Bear Bryant, and also Irv Smith Jr. wore number 82 under Nick Saban. You know, both of those two guys were tremendous tight ends. You know, Newsom in a day and age where you were in the wishbone offense and all the records he was able to set, still magnificent what he was able to do. And then Irv Smith with Tua Tagovailoa was able to usher in that era of joyless murder ball under offensive coordinator Michael Loxley. So big ups there to one. Ozzie Newsom and Irv Smith Jr. Shouting out my man Jamie Wilhelm with that four. 99 in the Super Chats. Appreciate Jamie for the love. And my man Big Bill. Bill from New York with that 501 in the Super Chat. Showing love once again that Danny Super Chat goal. $75. Appreciate the support they're coming from all of you. But going to a quick topic right now as the Alabama-Texas matchup set for September 10th in Austin. Just got another wrinkle as Nico Johnson, former Alabama linebacker, played from 2009 to 2012, three-time national champion, is now a coach under Steve Sarkeesian for the Texas Longhorns. Johnson is a graduate assistant for defensive linemen. He is reunited with Bo Davis, the coach that he was with at Alabama during that run of championships under Coach Saban. So now, in terms of former assistants, former Saban assistants at Texas, you've got Steve Sarkeesian, Jeff Banks, Kyle Flood, Bo Davis, and now Nico Johnson. So this matchup between Bama and Texas has just gotten a little bit more interesting for September the 10th. But we go to a break right here, folks. Don't touch that dial because upon our return, we get into Texas A&M. Still salty. Still upset about Coach Saban's comments about their 2022 recruiting class. We'll get into what the Aggies officials have recently done right after this. You know what we do at the start of the fourth quarter. We throw them foes up. But now you don't have to wait until the fourth quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace at weownthefourthquarter.com. It's the first and only logo that captures the essence of all Crimson Tide players and fans as we represent the legendary Alabama football fourth quarter dominance. Get your four-finger bling necklace right now at weownthefourthquarter.com. Get yours today and stun on them haters. 
Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. All right, folks, we're rocking and rolling back into the action from the break. Number one form for Bama football news in my own words was truly Stephen Smith of TDA and beginning now, Texas A&M, the Aggies of Texas A&M, the 12th man, Kyle Field, College Station, Texas. You know what I'm talking about. A&M still salted, still upset, still angry at the comments Nick Saban made about its 2022 recruiting class and how A&M quote unquote bought every player in the class and we all know what happened from the situation, but going back to Destin, Florida, in the SEC meetings, spring meetings, we thought that Bolt, we thought that Jimbo Fisher said, hey, I'm ready to move on. Hey, I'm ready to move forward. Hey, I'm done with this. No, October 8th will be my time. But it seems like athletic director Ross Bjork, Texas A&M president, Miss M. Catherine Banks, and Jimbo Fisher seem to be thinking otherwise because according to Texas A&M officials in reports that have come out today, the Aggies recently went to the SEC and made a consideration to the SEC and Commissioner Greg Sankey to suspend and fine Nick Saban for his comments. And in the article, in the reports that came out, you know, the A&M officials were talking about how, you know, Saban's statements were false and this is beneath the SEC and he completely tore down the character of our program here at A&M. He completely tore down the character of Jimbo Fisher and we're not going to stand for this. Uh, you know, a public apology would be great, but hey, a fine and a suspension of Coach Saban, that would be even better. The SEC... Commissioner Greg Sankey needs to take action right now. You know, suspend Coach Saban for his comments. Make an example of him. Find Coach Saban for his comments. Make an example of Coach Saban because he tore down the integrity of our esteemed program here in Aggie country. And I'm sitting here, John, looking at this going. So Jimbo Fisher literally calls Nick Saban despicable and a narcissist. And it literally says, go dig into Nick Saban's past. And we are not seeing Coach Saban go to the SEC and say, hey, Commissioner Sankey, I want to fine and suspend Jimbo Fisher for making these comments on my name. He called me a narcissist, uh, Commissioner Sankey. You know, he called me despicable. You know, he said, you know, about me to go dig up in my past. Like, you, you, you're, we're not seeing Coach Saban go to Commissioner Sankey and ask him for a fine or a suspension of one Jimbo Fisher. But here we're seeing 
Aggie land going right to Sankey going because, you know, Saban said we bought every player in our 2022 class. This is tearing down the representation. This is turning down the reputation of the great A&M, the great 12th man, the great Jimbo Fisher. We need a suspension of Coach Saban. We need a fine of Coach Saban. We, 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 we can see right here, this has not gone away. As much as Jimbo Fisher has said, we're willing to let bygones be bygones, shut this down. I have no problems. Let's just get to October 8th. Here comes this story right here on the Texas A&M officials recently going to Commissioner Sankey and the SEC, wanting to make an example of Coach Saban, wanting a fine and a suspension being done, which to me, I mean, we, we already know October 8th is going to be probably, if not, definitely one of the biggest days of the year, one of the biggest games of the season. We all know this, but the more this is continuing to pop up here, and I'm looking forward to SEC Media Days here, John, in July, to see, you know, which member of national media brings this back up again to Coach Saban and to Coach Fisher and see will an answer, a different answer, come from it. But we all know October 8th is going to be interesting. But with the more of this that comes out, I, I, I just think it's going to be just flat-out war. <laughs> just just flat-out war. Like, the players won't need any type of motivation. Like, like, none. The coaches will need no type of motivation. Like, none. Just get players on the field, get coaches on the field, and let this thing square off. Let this thing play out as it may. It's just my hope and prayer that CBS has already penciled this down for the 7 p.m. primetime slot. I know that there will be two games that day on CBS. There will be a 3.30 kickoff, if I'm not mistaken, John, and there will be an 8 p.m. Eastern time, which is 7 p.m. Central, kickoff. My hope and prayer, Alabama, with all this going on between A&M, Alabama, that 7 p.m. slot will be in Tuscaloosa, Brian Denny for this matchup. But I just thought it was hilarious. It was absolute hysterical. Me going through my social media today and looking at all of these reports from A&M officials warning the SEC to suspend and fine Coach Saban for his comments about A&M's 2022 recruiting class. We'll see how it all boils down to it. But we're going to take another break right here, folks, on the show. Don't touch that down. When we get back, we return to the phone lines. We grab your calls, your thoughts, your conversations. Light us up on a Monday. We want to hear from you after this. Don't touch that dial. Call in right now as we're taking your calls up next on In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith. Brought to you by We Own the Fourth Quarter. Visit WeOwnTheFourthQuarter.com now to get your four-finger bling necklace. This is Chris Rogers, 2009 National Champion. You are listening to the baddest, when I say the baddest, sports show in the state of Alabama. In my own words, you know, yours truly, Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Don't touch that dial. 
sports fan deserves the proper representation. Whitwill Sports introduces to you the title towel. Wave that title towel in the air like you just don't care in support of Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Only $9.99 and it lasts a lifetime. Head on over to WhitwillSports.com and get your title towel today. Look at all these great players in Touchdown Alabama magazine. Man, wait till I turn up this year. I'm gonna be on the front cover. But what if Will goes off? Or Joe, DeMarco, Chris, Tim, Christian. Don't wait. Order now at touchdownalabama.com or call 833-483-2624 today. All right, folks, we're back in the action. Rolling from the break here on the hottest show on the street from the one form for Bama Football News. In my own words, George Truly, Stephen Smith, Touchdown Alabama Magazine. We go to the phone lines right now to take your calls. Call segment brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang, 205-448-1358. Number to call in, 205-448-1358. We grab this call here. You're live on the show. What's going on? How are you feeling? State your name and where you calling from. I'm Nate from Illinois. I call in like a day or two. And I just want to say this about Miss Saban and uh, Jimbo. Jimbo yeah. is a narcissist motherfucker, bro. He is a narcissist motherfucker. I'm not going to lie. He is the worst man alive. And I feel like Miss Saban's just going to let him have it. He's going to give it to Jimbo. He's going to give it. I don't care what people say. I'm. I feel like Jimbo deserves it for the obvious. So go ahead. I. Oh. What do you think? I look at this. I mean, uh, it's uh, October eighth is the game of the year to me because uh, going back to last season, the loss Alabama took to A and M, even though it was by three, and. Uh, Alabama was in that game. It, it, it was there for much of that game anyway. But I think with the comments that have been made between Fisher and Saban and now with the A&M officials coming out with this statement, I, I'm, I'm just really pumped for this matchup. Appreciate that call right there coming to the show. We're going to grab this call here. You're live on the show. What's going on? How are we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Roll Tide, Stephen M. What's happening? William, what's going on, man? Man, I'm still on the road, man. That's uh, can you? Is there any way you can get 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 a hold of that button there on that oven there and turn this heat down a little bit? Man, I wish I could, William. <laughs> this is a very serious heat index we got going on here. I feel like I'm I feel like I'm in Arizona for some odd reason. I know that's dry heat over there, but with this humidity, I feel like I'm in Arizona. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, man. It was 102 heat index at noon today, so it's still pretty warm. I tell you what, I'm not going to keep it long. I, go ahead. I was just saying, yeah, man, it's hot, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah, I'm going to let somebody else get on here. I, I just want to say I, I, I'm looking for a great season this year. I mean, we, we've got those Georgia fans blowing us up out there trying to. But uh, you know, you gotta look at you gotta look at the statistics, and you know, we've got more SEC championships, we got more natties, so let them just go on and just let them have their their little bit of day there. 
keep that thing shined up as much as they can and just cherish it for another 41 years. Roll Tide. Appreciate William calling in right there to the show here. Crimson Tide. Got guys ready for the season. I'm looking forward to this defense. I'm looking forward to this offense. I'm looking forward to creativity from the coordinators. I'm looking forward for, for a lot of things. But the big thing I'm looking forward to, John, is this strength and conditioning staff. Keeping everybody healthy. That's what, that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Keeping everybody healthy. Just do that. And I think Dave Ballou, Coach Paul Constantine, Mr. Amy Bragg, and uh, Jeff Allen will be able to do that. But we got a really cool topic right here. And this goes to when Dallas Turner, getting ready for his sophomore year, there's an old statement. Real recognize real, game recognize game. And uh, there's an NFL all-pro edge rusher by the name of Cameron Jordan who has spent his entire career with the New Orleans Saints. He loves Dallas Turner. Cam Jordan has been watching uh, the Alabama spring game several times this offseason. And he tweeted on social media that every time he watched the spring game, he cannot take his eyes off Dallas Turner. And he goes, man, y'all, this Dallas Turner, he got some go on the edge. He got some real go coming off the edge. Dallas Turner responds with, appreciate that big bro. So we're already seeing the NFL legend paying homage to one Dallas Turner. Dynamic as Will Anderson is, and Mr. Anderson is the Terminator will rock your world even harder than Prince, God rest his soul, rock the world to females. But Dallas Turner is ready to rock some quarterbacks as well. He rocked some last year, eight and a half sacks, 10 tackles for loss, five quarterback hurries. Dallas Turner is prepared to do some more rocking in the coming fall. And it's um, already intriguing how an NFL player with the cachet of Cameron Jordan is already talking about him. But we take our final break here on the show and touch that down. When we get back, we got an update on one Chris Braswell. People are excited about Dallas Turner, as they should be. People go gaga for Will Anderson, as they should do. But why is it time to talk even more now about Chris Braswell, the third member of the Pass Rush Death Defying Trio? We'll talk about Braswell after this. If you're an avid Alabama Crimson Tide fan and you love to flaunt it, then show your Alabama Crimson Tide support by grabbing the Alabama sneakers. They feature bold Crimson Tide graphics, so no one will be able to question where your allegiance lies when you add these sweet sneakers to your Alabama Crimson Tide collection. Go to stsfootwear.com and use the code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. That's code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. Go to stsfootwear.com and get your Alabama sneakers today. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bama Standard is back. For the rest of this month, Marvin Constant will be out on vacation, but in his place, 
is two-time national champion linebacker Trey DePriest. He'll be bringing the stories, some friends, and his famous Nick Saban impersonations. Also, former Alabama linebacker Nico Johnson has got an upgrade and is now coaching at Texas. And let us not forget that Texas A&M faithful are complaining to Greg Sankey about Coach Saban and saying he needs to be fined. We're going to talk about all of this tomorrow night right here on TDA at 6 p.m. Central on the Bama Standard. Roll Tide. All right, people, we're back into the action from the break. Hottest show in these streets. Talking your Bama football news. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Want to remind you guys, tomorrow streaming on the TDA YouTube channel, 6 p.m. Central Time, the Bama Standard. Our own Marvin Constant, all SEC linebacker, Bama legend, on vacation. But still, we got Justin Riley, comedy legend Steve Brown, two-time national champion and member of the Birmingham Stallions, Bo Scarborough, yours truly, Stephen M. Smith, and guest as well, bringing you the laughs, bringing you the comedy, bringing you the high energy, bringing you the jokes, the fun stories, most importantly, talking your Crimson Tide, Bama football. You check out the Bama Standard tomorrow, 6 p.m. Central Time, streaming on the TDA YouTube channel. Also, got to remind you of TDAware.com. That's TDAWear.com for all of your swag, assault, strip, fashion, cultural clothing needs. Check us out right now, TDAWear.com. Do your shopping there. Make us your one-stop shop, TDAWear.com. You can get yourself started today, summer workouts, fall camp, 2022 season. Get that gear to support your Bama. Go to TDAWear.com. Link in the description. Continue showing that support for Coach Saban the University of Alabama, the student-athletes, and us here at Touchdown Alabama Magazine. But now, begin to update on one Chris Braswell, the final member of this terrible trio of, of, of guys that are going to just be of this dynamic trio of guys that are going to make lives terrible for opposing quarterbacks in the upcoming season. So Chris Braswell... People discuss Will Anderson at nauseum, as we should. He could be the number one overall pick in next year's draft. He could win the Heisman Trophy in the upcoming season. It, it is needed to talk about Will Anderson. People talk about Dallas Turner, as they should. Had a dynamic freshman season and looking to do even more as a sophomore. But Chris Braswell, to me, in, 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 as the third guy, has a chance to really – turn some heads, pop some eyeballs out. He's got a chance to have a season where people go, whoa, nah, who this? 41? I got hurt at 31. I heard at 15, but 41, who this cat? Who this is? Who, who, who this? Like, he's, he's got a chance to have a season where he has folks going, mama, who in the world is that? I like him. He's got a chance to do that this season. Now, Braswell, we have a little bit of some background story on him. He came from St. Francis Academy in Baltimore, Maryland in the 2020 class as a five-star. He actually came in more highly touted than Will Anderson did. 
I know, right? Hard to believe. Crazy. Insane to think about that. But according to recruiting circuits, Chris Braswell came in more highly regarded as a five-star than Will Anderson did. Chris Braswell went up against Bryce Young in high school and got the better of him a few times when St. Francis took on Modern Day in took on Modern Day High School. So Chris Braswell is somebody now at 6'3, 6'4, 240 pounds. He's added weight. He's added strength. He's added muscle. He's added a lot of things here to his game. And he's always been very productive in the spring games, right? I mean, the 2021 spring game, if you remember, he had the strip sack of Bryce Young, which fumble picked up by Jalen Moody for a touchdown. This past spring game, he played really well coming off the edge, uh, getting to the quarterback. Last season against Mercer, blocked a punt, which was recovered by Jace McClellan for a touchdown. Chris Braswell can do some things. He can do a lot. He's got a lot of different pass rush moves that he brings to the table. Now, there's a package being talked about with Anderson, Turner, and Braswell on the field at the same time. I think it may be a modified Dime Rabbits package, but Pete Golden, if you're listening to the show, we need to see that. Like PG, we need to have that this season. Like the Bama Nation wants to have that modified Dime Rabbits where we get 31, 15, 41, all them cats on the field, teeing off on quarterbacks coming up their neck. Got to have that package on the field. But getting back here to Braswell, here's a guy that's ready to pop. He has earned Coach Saban's trust. He's earned it. It's taken him a while. Had to gain some more weight. Had to gain some more muscle. Had to, you know, put himself in this position. But he has earned Saban's trust. And when you earn Saban's trust, he gets you on the field. On defense. So, get ready to see Chris Braswell, either with a hand in the dirt, coming out the quarterbacks, or in that stand-up, traditional outside linebacker look, coming after quarterbacks. He's got to get on the field. Bama's got to have him on the field. You got to generate pressure from all angles, all sides. This can be an Alabama defense that can get 60 to 70 sacks. It can happen. I mean, you got 50-plus a season to go with Pete Golding. So this is a defense that's very capable of getting 60 to 70 sacks. But the only way it can hit that mark, you got to have all your guys on the field. And that includes Chris Braswell. He's got to be out there on the field, ripping through guys, bull rushing, spinning off guys, clubbing guys, stabbing guys in terms of getting hands off off of him and getting to the quarterback. Because he's got all of those moves in his arsenal. He's got all of those moves in his repertoire. He's just been waiting to pull those moves out. And this season, starting off here, summer workouts, fall camp, he's getting set to pull those moves out. So as as much fun as it is discussing Will Anderson and as much fun as it is discussing Dallas Turner, it's time to talk a little bit up on Chris Braswell because I think he's a guy that's going to make you turn your head and go, okay, he's legit. Kind of like, remember, guys like Deshaun Hand, 
guys like Christian Miller, guys like Rashawn Evans. Remember those guys how, you know, at first we really didn't know what they would be. And then once they got their chance, they made us turn their head and have us go, ooh, that Christian Miller, that Rashawn Evans, that Deshaun Han. I, 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 I kind of like them. I, I kind of like them. Remember how Christian Barmore made us turn our heads and go, that 58, that 58, why we ain't playing that 58? Put Barmore out there. He's, he's a menace. Chris Braswell has that same type of capability. We got to see him on the field this year and see what he brings to the table. But as always, Tide Nation with the best in news, most material, conversation, entertainment on your favorite program, that being the Crimson Tide. You can get this by accessing the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. You download the app from the iPhone App Store if you're rocking Team Apple, Google Play Store. If you got the Android phone for your audio needs, check us out. iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio, Overcast.fm, or iHeartRadio, Google Play. We got you covered. If the good and gracious Lord sees fit, I'll try to be back on Wednesday, continuing the conversation. It's tired football. Remember, Bama fans. You can purchase individual copies of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Have those sent right to your door. That link will be found in the description. Also, if you're trying to get your hands on the four-finger bling necklace, four-finger bling jewelry, courtesy of our guys at WeOwnTheFourthCore.com. That's WeOwnTheFourthCore.com. That link in the description as well. If you're trying to get the uh, fresh edition, print edition of TDA the magazine, you go to touchdownalabama.com. You click join, become a member or a subscriber today. That's touchdownalabama.com. But I want to appreciate all of you, the Bama fans, for your tweets, for your chats, for your texts, for your donations, for the conversation, for the dialogue and the fun we've been able to have with you on today. Also, Got to shout out my man, John Ivory, in the production studio, uh, kicking it with me, making sure that I'm staying on tags the best that he knows how. But until next time, folks, husbands, love you wives. Wives, appreciate value. Those husbands, children, continue doing the right thing, fun thing, smart thing, good thing, legitimate thing. To not be bored, continue to get yourself those three hearty meals a day, those three great laughs a day. You protect yourself. You protect the loved ones around you. Stay cool, everybody. Stay cool. Until next time, folks, I'm your man, Stephen M. Smith, and you've been listening to In My Own Words. 